This is Feel Good Friday on Wove Inspiration. Let's go. everyone thank you so much for tuning in to wove inspirations feel good friday music edition i am your host althea richardson and i am so excited to be starting off a brand new season of wove inspiration um this going on now my second year in uh podcasting and i'm I'm excited about all of the artists and music artists as well as interviews that I got lined up for this year. Um, you guys, this is going to be awesome. I'm telling you, um, a lot of good stuff coming up for this year. So I'm going to kick it off first with a guest. His name is City Boy Sincere. I really enjoyed interviewing this guy. He was, he's awesome. He's humble. You, when you listen to this interview, make sure you listen to the whole story about everything that he went through and even different organizations that he, he joined. It, it's, it's pretty interesting, but you know, the bottom line is he comes to know the Lord and he's got a strong relationship with Jesus Christ. And he also has a popping song at the end of this show. I want you guys to check it out. So stay tuned and listen to this interview with City Boy Sincere on Wove Inspiration. And hey y'all, this is 2019. Let's get this party started off right. I got this guy over here, dude. I'm let me tell you something. This guy's from out of Washington DC, what they used to call Chocolate City. And I am so honored and blessed to have him on my show today because he is my first special guest for 2019. His name is City Boy Sincere out of Washington, D.C. So how you doing, City Boy? I'm good. I'm great. I'm excellent. I'm, I'm blessed to be here above ground. Okay. Okay. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I was looking over your bio and you was born in 1988, which means I'm old because I graduated <laughs> in 1987, but you were <laughs> born around the time that um, we were doing this uh, war on drugs and all this kind of stuff going on. But Tell me a little bit about your your background as far as growing up in Washington, D.C. Yeah, so uh, being born in 88, that was the time where, like you said, it was the heavy drug epidemic. And it was especially heavy in D.C. I think it was the murder capital at the time. And so, you know, I, I witnessed a lot of, you know, what it used to be called Chocolate City for a reason. 
it was heavy violence, you know, coming up as a kid, I was kind of quiet, used to like to draw. And um, I fell in love with music. Okay. And I heard my first Tupac CD. <laughs> Me oh my, yeah. yeah. Tupac, Tupac. You know what, even though Tupac, you know, he had his, his, his moments and his things in life going on, he still, that bro was a poet for real. He was, he, he was. was. An awesome man and, you know, someone truly missed because, like I said, we were talking about earlier, I don't know what's going on with the, the music, whether it's secular or not. I, I still don't understand. <laughs> exactly. I'm old school for real, though. But um, so how, how was it for you when you were growing up um, around that time? Well, it was, I, I actually, I used to be, I, I was picked on in elementary, mm-hmm. you know. And so I kind of developed this, like nobody liked me. So I, you know, I only had me and the Lord. I always had a peculiar love for my God. And I just decided to um, one day when I when I first listened to Me Against the World, just the name caught me because mm-hmm. I felt like it was Me Against the World, and um, it was just that rebellious seed was planted in my in my soul, and I just from then on I I began to be quite vicious, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah. So what what um, besides the the being bullied and stuff like that, what are some other things that kind of influenced your change to feel like, you know, you got to be, it's you against the world? Um, it was, it was basically, it was my love for God. I believe that the spirit was pressing on me at that age and I was very young. Mm-hmm. I used to, like, uh, uh, DC, we are, we have a certain, like, people tend to have a certain personality here where they real grimy and cruddy. Like, it's, it's like DC guys, you would just, just kind of, I would, I would see people, I would see how they act, my family, and everybody I was close to, and um, it was all for self. So I, I felt, mm-hmm. I was like, I knew that wasn't right. Okay. And, um, and everybody was self proclaimed Christians and um I feel like it wasn't supposed to be like that. So I kinda like develop a certain uh I guess you would say like a, a, a feeling of like uh Christianity was kinda not not Christianity per se was wrong, but mm-hmm. the way it was represented, Christianity as it was presented to me, kind of yeah. like easy believism wasn't true. Okay. And so Okay. I kind of, when I got old, I ended up branching off away from Christianity because of that. Oh, okay. So where did you end up going? I ended up going to the Hebrew Israelite movement, the Black Hebrew Israelites. Hmm. Seventeen years old. It was two thousand five. Mm-hmm. I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, I I I was introduced to this brother named Ben Ami. He was the leader of this community mm-hmm. and he basically was uh he was pushing the law and it kind of it made sense to me because he was pushing the law it, it kind of made sense it, it was like in, as opposed to this easy believism do whatever you want and use jesus as a get out of hell free card mm, okay okay it kind of it made sense to me and on top of that i was i was reading the scriptures pretty heavy during the time 
when I was introduced to this because I was running wild and I felt like I needed to go back to my first love. Okay. Okay. And so with you being in this, um, this, uh, I guess you want to say organization, how did it um, influence you um, during that time between, when did you go into the organization? You said 2000, I mean, when you were 17, 2005. So how did it influence you while you were um, in there? Because you, you had a love for God, but it sounds like with this organization, it wasn't really on the same flow as with, with Jesus. So how, how did that influence you? It, it basically, it made me kind of, it, it gave me that spirit of the, of the Pharisees. It, it made me more reliant on self and my self works. Okay. It made me rely on my own ability. And of course, you know, we, we are no match for the flesh. Only the spirit can fight the flesh. Right. And so of course I, I, I've stumbled and I began to fall short in many ways. And this community was super strict. You hmm. know what I'm saying? It was, it was like the, the law of Moses times 10. Wow. Like we, okay. Not only would we like rest on the Sabbath day, we would rest on the Sabbath day. We wouldn't do nothing. We would, we would also fast on the Sabbath day. We didn't eat meat or any, we was vegans. It was, it, it was crazy. It was many. Okay. Like, it wasn't really, we didn't touch the women when they mm-hmm. was doing their menstrual cycle, like we real that like we we actually followed the law of Moses and wow. then some. We even had days where we wouldn't eat cooked food, you know, which we called lab with the whole week we called lab week. Okay. Wow. Okay, I, I wouldn't have made it because <laughs> I gotta have meat and and I gotta have meat. I can't. I mean, I'm, I'm you know to the vegans out there. I I I truly commend you, but I am just not the one. I got some meat. I gotta have me a burger yeah. every now and then. Maybe chicken. I feel you. Exactly. I feel you. I feel. You. I, I wouldn't have made it, but I mean, y'all. I mean, for real, that. That organization, it sounds like, I mean, that was truly the back in the day with Moses times. And, but during that time, though, back in that Moses time, the folks still complained even when God was supplying them. So I'm like, I'm trying to feel, figure out how, how this person came up with the idea with, with, um, with even doing something like that. Do you have any more background on that? Cause they complain yeah. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, uh, the Israelites, they was, they was so used to, they was kind of pampered. That's mm-hmm. it's like, say if you was, if us here in America, say mm-hmm. if we was to be freed from America just one day, yeah. we, you know, eating whatever we basically whatever we want, and you and you will we in the wilderness, and uh, we only have a certain things, and you know, yeah, you know, you used to luxury. That's <laughs> I true. mean, compared to what you have, you know, people get get spoiled, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what? How did you end up coming out of that that particular group? Well. It was crazy. The leader ended up, we, we believed in physical immortality, right? Okay. 
we believed in physical immortality. We believed that uh, an individual could live forever. You know wow. what I'm saying? When abiding under the laws of God, we believe that because of before the fall, prior to the fall of Adam and Eve, man was 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 man was to live forever, which I do. You know, I believe that is true. But he believed that by following the first diet that was given to man in Genesis, mm-hmm. which was the vegan diet, by following that diet. And also by keeping his commandments to the fullest, you would eventually you would have uh, you would obtain physical immortality. Mm-hmm. And this dude, he ended up dying. You know what oh, I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And see, it was like. I always knew in my heart, I was like, man, this dude like 70 something. I'm only 17. Yeah. I know, man. I know for one thing is for sure, if he ever ended up dying, then I would know that, you know, he was, you know, that was, that was kind of one obvious thing. And he, he made yeah. certain prophecies that didn't come true. And I've always put the word of God before any man, any, mm-hmm. you know, and so. That's where the season of, of not just doubt, but I was like, you know what? It ain't right. You know? Yeah, that that right there alone with him dying, that would have been it for me too. <laughs> Cause I'm like, <laughs> nope, he's definitely not immoral. Not not at all. <laughs> but uh, wow. So let let me ask you something. What what changed? How did you start gradually going back to your first love, which was was God, and and started? When did you start building your relationship with Jesus? Okay, so I was out here. I had just came home from serving a sixty month bid, and then I ended up, <laughs> I ended up living wild out here, you know, I, I made so many promises to God that I wouldn't do this, that, and the third, and I ended up living wild out here, going thousand miles per hour, to say the least, you know, to keep a long story short. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, I had a lot of what I want. I was very content with what, what I had. And I started to feel that void again that I felt when I was young. And so I decided to Seek, seek the Lord. Started doing a lot of studying, a lot of things, a lot of on my seeking. I, I found out a lot of things about as far as ancient history, which caused me to doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I ended up one day I saw a testimony of a, a, a it's a brother named Howard Pittman. He died. He ended up dying, and he ended up going to heaven going before the throne of heaven, you know, so mm-hmm. he didn't, you know, and um, the testimony just, it broke me into p- to pieces. Mm-hmm. Now the testimony was, it was like, I felt, I literally felt, uh, 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 oh my, it was, it was a presence. It was the most intense presence that I ever felt in my life. Mm-hmm. And it brought, it brought me to my knees. And it was like, like how some people say your life flashed before your eyes. It's yeah. like my, my total being flashed in front of my eye. Everything that I was flashed in front of my eyes. Everything is like I, Jesus, he gave me, he, he, he put, he let me see myself how he see me. 
and not according to how I see me or how other people see me. Hey, that's, that's what I'm talking crazy. about. And uh, I was pouring t- I was pouring tears so much. Mm-hmm. I was just constantly just forgive me for, and I said, "Hey, forgive me. I'm sorry. Please, Father. I just I didn't know when, you know. And um, for some reason, it's like it's just I knew it was Jesus. I don't know why I knew it was Jesus, but I I didn't believe in Jesus as my Lord and Savior at that time. But it's like, I knew it was Jesus. I don't know how I knew it was Jesus, but it was yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So with your transition back to, back to your first love, um, how did your transition from being, you know, listening to Tupac and all of that go come into play to now doing uh, music for, for God's glory? How did that transition come about for you? <laughs> okay, so when I was saved, I actually, um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, they say, when they say this, mine was very different. I kind of, like, after that situation happened with Jesus, like, he blessed me with his presence. Mm-hmm. I was, I just woke up and I was totally different. I just didn't even, like, I, I literally, I didn't even like, I just, I would try to, I would turn on music and I didn't even, it would cringe my ears, but the spirit yeah. wouldn't even allow me. I didn't, I just suddenly didn't like music no more. I found out like, dang, I don't like rap music, period. Mm-hmm. I stopped rapping myself and I put it away. I told the Lord I put it away for you because I was rapping about a whole bunch of foolishness. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, suddenly, I think I stumbled across Brother Dayton and um, I stumbled across the brother Dayton, and he and um, I seen the way he do it. I actually I didn't think that rap could be done in the way that could really magnify him. Yeah, because I heard a lot of Christian rap that was just it was just sounded like secular. It just sounded like watered down secular music to me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't even mm-hmm. really I couldn't picture it, and so it's. It, the Lord pressed it upon me that it's time, you know, after I ended up growing in the faith and growing and getting to know the no doctrine and sound doctrine, he pressed it upon me when it was the perfect time to be okay. able to do so, basically. Awesome. So where did the name City Boy Sincere come from? Okay. Uh, I used to be a part of this family gang we called the city boy gang cbgs that was just it was just my name from um when i was back with them i was you know i sincere mm-hmm. <laughs> i actually made up sincere but it was like i was city boy sincere just, and i kind of just i just held on to the name okay okay well, I mean, it, obviously, it makes a different. It's a totally different way of of thinking of the name as well. Because when I first uh, saw it, I was like, "Okay, city boy, sincere, like seeing, seeing, seeing for what it is," and then like you know, not not so much chastising that person, but making that person aware of you know yeah. what they're doing is is it ain't right. So yeah. that that's the way I saw it. So that's what that's <laughs> another thing that really caught my attention too uh when I came across your information. So 
Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So you have a song. It's called "Back on Solid Ground." What's the backstory on this on that song? <laughs> the backstory on that song is just that that came from me rejoicing in the fact after I was saved after pouring gallons of tears mm-hmm. pouring a pool of tears and um and, and after I watched this sermon David Wilkerson did I think he was talking about uh he was talking about the prodigal son and it was like the Lord just saved me and I'm, I'm it's like I'm able to come back home and now I'm back on solid ground mm-hmm. building my foundation on a rock okay so what would you say to someone who might be listening um, to this um, that, you know, they're struggling with, with the whole idea of, of God and Jesus and there's all kinds of other different religions out there that they might be similar to, you know, just being a believer. I'm a prof- I say that I'm a believer. I don't even call myself a Christian even though, you know, that's the foundation. But I say I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. Amen. The, the, the Christian or being a Christian has become like a cliche, so to speak, yeah, unfortunately. So but what, what would you say to someone who might be like kind of on the fence of, about, you know, following this Jesus? What information can you share with them? I would say this. Uh, first and foremost, if you seek God with all your heart, soul, and might, you will find the true and living God. It may take a little time, but you definitely will find the true and living God. God is no liar. I want to also say, um, if you do truly seek and find, like, <clears throat> don't, don't take people's words for it. Don't listen to pseudoscience. Don't let people just because something is a big rumor or a lot of people say it's true, don't accept it as that. Do your own research. Dig deep. Amen. Amen. That is definitely true. Cause I mean, you know, the preacher can preach a whole lot of good words and and things of that sort, but you Mm -hmm. need to, you need to check into it for yourself. Cause not all of the pastors that are out there are preaching what they're supposed to be preaching they might write about that yeah there's some preachers out there that you know may take one little sermon and and you know expand it to a 25 minute uh sermon but when you go home and you read it for yourself you might find out that what he was talking about ain't got nothing to do with what was in the bible he definitely right about that. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a lot of them out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's an, and it's all about hype and you know the emotions yeah, and exactly. all involved in that. And you know what? Mm-mm. You need to find out about Jesus for yourself. Yes. You that personal relationship, that intimacy with the Lord. Absolutely. Painful. Mm-hmm. So what can we expect from you in 2019? This is a brand new year. You're my first guest. I'm going to need you to share what you got going on for 2019. Well, I got an album on the way. I got an album called The Voice Crying in the Wilderness. Okay. And uh, I just dropped back on solid ground, eating and drinking with the drunken. Um, What I'm going to do for for this year, I'm going to be honest. I just... 
I really have no care for tomorrow. I just, I sit in the passenger seat and I let God do the driving. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Go with the flow. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. So how can people reach you? Uh, you can reach me on Instagram uh, with city city underscore boy underscore sincere, and I spell city c i t i, not c i t y. And uh, the boy is boy, and the sincere is s i n s e e r. And uh, you can also you can reach me on Facebook with t dub. That's t dash d u b. City boy together. And sincere. Um, and I guess, and you can reach me on email. You can hit me up on email, cityboysincere7 at gmail. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be playing his uh, single back on solid ground after this interview. So I need you guys to stay tuned and check out his uh, his music. Hey, um, can can you we listen to your music on any of the um, the social media like Spotify or anything? Are you on that? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, okay. I, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple Music, iTunes, I'm on Napster, I'm on, I'm on just about everything. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna need y'all to check out his music and uh, look for his video that's gonna be coming out because I saw that you got a video that's gonna be coming out soon as well. So you guys check out all of this man's information and his music. So do you have any last words for the listening audience? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, seek them with all your heart, soul, and might. <laughs> That's all I want to say. Amen. And let God, let God have all the glory. That's what I'm talking about. That's the only way to do it. So you know what? I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to be on my show. I really appreciate it. Um, I am blessed and honored to have you as my first guest for 2019 and um, definitely will be following you and watching you grow and just see where God takes you. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm honored to be here too. It was an honor to be on, on, on this, had to have this interview. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So this is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day, awesome night. Y'all be safe out there on the weekend. God bless. Israelite by blood, but in Christ we all brethren. It's lame to be a Christian, well I'm finna blow my cover then. I remember selling marijuana by the pounds. So deep in iniquity, my soul was gonna drown. Until the Lord saved me, I was lost, now I'm found. Scream, scream a hallelujah in the spirit and I really mean it. Have these Christians that believe in heaven, they won't get to see it. Cause they ain't a Christian, don't even know what it is to be it. Thinking disobedience to God is just a misdemeanor. That's cause they built their foundation on sand. House gonna fall when the flood hit the land. They need to repent and trust in Jesus, not man. Get-
be strong, that's why you test me like this Glory, hallelujah, why you bless me like this I always let you down, do the rest be like this Lord, you found me in the garbage, shoulda left me right here Satan got the family structure on the new predicate today Manhood is at an all-time deficit Men love ain't about being solved, here's the message Get you're too delicate Women made boss in the marriage like they presidents Call you serpent and the children rebellious Same-sex marriages, they tell you God blessing it Ladies put on clothes, dress modest, not explicit God wants you looking decent, this ain't just a preference The same old song, prophet, same repetitive Your life and your worship ain't separate, you better get I say I feel my foundation on the rock Why call ye me, Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built an house and digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not, like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration's Feel Good Friday Music Edition. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in being featured as a musical guest on Wove Inspiration, send me an email to woveinspiration at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Wove Inspiration. Again, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I hope you have an awesome night, awesome weekend. Be safe. Let's go.